my time in heaven. God knows our tomorrows. In him, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 11 through 12 I was taken into a very large building that had a huge archway, inside were rows upon rows of shelves with books, the shelves seemed to be miles long and miles high, and the books looked about 15 feet tall, there were hundreds of angels servicing the books, they were going in and out, there was a lot of activity, the archives of heaven, God keeps records and this large building was the archives of heaven and I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne, and books were opened, another book was opened, which is the book of life, the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books, Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, the archives of heaven contain different books about our lives, and these are the books that are taken to God when judgment time comes, the books are the records of our works here on earth, if a person sins, it is recorded in the book, I was given the understanding that when we repent, anything that we have done that was wrong or sinful in nature and was recorded in the books is erased for eternity, no one can find the record, not even God, I saw another very large building different from the archives, in that building is a book corresponding to every person on earth, there are other books about our lives, which are pictorial records, every thought, and every reaction, everything is recorded in heaven, there were many different books for each person, tall, slender angels took care of the huge books, these angels appeared to be 8 to 9 feet tall, and they wrote in the books using a golden quill that was about 5 feet long and apparently could write forever, an angel would hold a book in his right hand and make the record with his left, I saw angels pull out books with their left hands and open the thick pages, in each page was something like a video screen, except the images were three-dimensional, the images contained the history of life, and the books were written, the pictures were created before time, your eyes saw my unformed body, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be, Psalm 139 verse 16, God orders our tomorrows by our prayers today, God is able to go forward or backward in time, he created time, he invented it, God sets up our tomorrows because of our prayers and our seeking him today, God knows what is coming tomorrow. He orders our tomorrows, but he orders them because we pray today, as we pray, God gives us our tomorrows by a system of weights and measures, in other words, we can know what is coming tomorrow because of the checks and balances in our spirits, the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirits and causes us to pray and to seek God. He also confirms his plans to us and gives us direction in life telling us, yes, no or not yet, invariably, when we are praying about tomorrow or what is going to happen down the line, it is because God has a blessing in store for us and the devil wants to steal it away or trip us up, when we pray earnestly, it releases God to go into our tomorrows and lay a trap for the devil and to make sure our blessings are the right on time. This is something I was told by the Lord when I was in heaven, I was also told that all of our tomorrows are God's yesterdays, a lesson about seeking God, I was taken to a place that I didn't understand at first, I was standing on the edge of the universe, and I saw all of the universe as a great spiral, from this vantage point, it looked like a huge wound up clutch spring, the center was pure white, 
and the light got dimmer and dimmer as it got out to where I was on the edge, I was closer to this than some of the other people were, I could see people way behind me and they thought they were close, people up ahead of me also thought they were close, but they were ahead of other people in time, and then I learned a lesson about seeking God, men everywhere ought to seek God and be thankful for where they are with him, do not be envious of others who may be a little bit ahead and pray for those who are behind you, altogether, we form a group that is seeking God, let us not give up meeting together, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as some are in the habit of doing but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, the word tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, and even more so as we see that the day of the Lord's return is fast approaching, there is strength in numbers, and when you are seeking God, the greater the anointing is and the easier it is to pray, I learned this, God is way ahead of us because our tomorrows are God's yesterdays. He has already laid victory in our path, the Holy Spirit makes you aware if you are really close to God, that you need to pray because there is something in your path where you need to know about, how many times has he done this for all of us? I don't know, I can tell you only about myself, many times he has, and I have always been better off praying about tomorrow knowing that God is there already, he is going to take care of me if I take special pains to pray today, God created our blessings before time began, the angels who were with me told me that some of the things I was seeing in heaven for myself, were created by God before the beginning of time, before he invented time, he finished heaven and the host of heaven, and he created the blessings I would need when I got there, I was in a store that contained clothing that was exactly what I would require in heaven, I had my own section, God created everything that I would have need of in heaven before time was even created, he knew I would be there, yet, even though certain things were made before time began, there were other places in heaven where I saw homes being built, there were angels at work, people busy at work, creating homes and putting blessings there that we couldn't receive on earth, blessings received in heaven the library of God's knowledge, oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, Romans chapter 11, verse 33, another building I was taken to contain the written part of God's knowledge, God wrote some of his knowledge so that we would have something to relate to, there were individual symbols, each having the interpretation of the symbol written by God, when you are in the library of God's knowledge, your mind is automatically stimulated, I talked with one man who was in this building, and he said, Brother Richard, I have been here for two millennia, and I've only gotten to page two, millions of angels come and go from this library, as well as the same number of people of the inhabitants of heaven. These angels are on their way to earth, many times in this life we don't know what to do, and we pray for wisdom, again, the Bible says that angels, are ministers to the heirs of salvation and not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, the library of God's knowledge is where the angels go to get wisdom, and we can receive it, sometimes it is brought directly by the Holy Spirit himself, people in heaven have access to it and never forget, there are great universities in heaven, I mean, great, and there are many of them, our education is not complete when we leave earth we have only just begun, I saw two giant buildings that were colleges for people, the people were taught by angels and other people, 
all subjects were taught even singing, every song, every note, every word you are taught stays with you throughout eternity, there is no end to learning, all of your minds are illuminated to the wisdom and knowledge of heaven, 100% of your mind is used and it is increasing in capability, you can do anything in heaven that your heart desires to do because your desire is for the things that are right, the university buildings appear to be a mile or too long and a mile or too deep, they were great buildings with the capacity to hold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, the classrooms were huge auditoriums, I could see them through the windows as I walked by, people were learning and praising God inside, and I was told that anything you learn in heaven, you'll never forget. I remember standing for just a moment in that amazement, I could hear everything that was said, people were praising God and many secrets of God were being made known, memorials, that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God, 2nd book of Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, on my tour, I was taken to a building that looked like a huge lead wedding cake, the bottom layer, which was big and round, was about 15 feet tall, it had a lit archway and above the archway was a name, I went in, inside were walls on which revivals scenes were being played over and over, these were the revivals I had been involved with since I was a child, God was continually getting the glory as they were displayed over and over, in three inch letters it was written, the glory God gets out of Richard's life, I saw other memorials, in the memorial of Cornelius the centurion mentioned in Acts 10, who was generous toward the poor and needy, there was much almsgiving, his memorial looked a lot like the Washington Monument, but not as tall, it had writing on it and angels were standing there making announcements about the almsgiving that Cornelius had done, it was a place where people came to see what was mentioned in the Bible, I never saw Cornelius and I don't know what he looked like, but I felt in my spirit that he wasn't very far away, he was talking with people and giving God the glory, there were more memorials everywhere, each memorial depicted some great victory that one of God's children had won down here on earth, memorials told when someone a very bad sinner came to Christ, memorials told when some great battle was fought and won for the glory of God's spirit, I saw a memorial about a service that Billy Graham had held in Southern California, it told about the glory that God had received there, and the number of people who had been saved and the words were sealed in God forever. I saw other memorials, it was a glorious place to be, I saw Smith Willsworth Memorial, I did not get to talk with him because he was at a distance, but he looked my way and smiled, waving his hand, he was busy directing people here and there and telling them how much God loved them and what he had in store for them in heaven, Smith Willsworth was doing in heaven what he had done on earth, helping people, since there are no sick people in heaven for him to pray for. He was talking with all the new arrivals who had read his books and heard him speak and wanted to talk to him, but he was very humble going about his business of helping others, the greatest among you will be your servant, Matthew chapter 23, verse 11, he who would be the greatest among you, let him be the servant of all, refer to Matthew chapter 20, verse 27, that is one of the rules that heaven is run by, you are a servant of all you are a servant to all and you are a servant of the Lord, the way to go up with God is to go down and get beyond yourself to where there is nothing of you left, the death of self is worth much in the sight of God, I was told by the angels who were with me that there are things that God highly prizes, 
He highly prizes someone who is absolutely truthful and totally honest, who prays before he makes any decision and to make sure that all his decisions are what God wants him to make. God highly prizes someone who will pray and seek him in all things and be obedient, above all, is obedience to God, those are principles that heaven is run by. The way of the rose, I was taken to an avenue named the way of the rose, I somehow knew that there were important and long-lasting events connected with this avenue, I asked the angel on my left if he would tell me why I was here at this beautiful place, he replied, it is for you to obey, not to question God. He spoke with a stern voice, so that settled that, there were some homes still under construction, one of them had names carved in beautiful letters above the entrance, these names were Paul and Judy, of the family Higstrom, at that time, I didn't know who they were, and I didn't have the nerve to ask, I noticed that the other homes had similar construction, they were all joined together by beautiful turf green yards with flowering trees that were thousands of feet tall. All of them were made so that the back and the front looked very much the same, in addition, all of the houses were three stories tall, they had many spacious rooms decorated with rose-colored woodwork, and the rooms were filled with exquisite furniture, it all looked as though it was taken right out of Buckingham Palace in London, in the backyards, there were many sitting areas with golden furniture which again looked much like wrought iron lawn furniture, the seat cushions were made out of spun gold. Behind the homes was a large lake as well as ornamental hand-carved scenes of heaven, these scenes have live figures that moved and talked but remained part of the scene, they were carved out of wood-like substance, again, I cannot explain it, I can say only that this is what I was shown, the laws of physics that apply on earth did not apply there, the main libraries in these houses were lined with books that were embossed with gold, they were heaven's pre-copies of books that have been written and that will be written in the time to come, of the library at the Higstrom's home, Jesus said to me, these books were written by my spirit at the beginning of time, they were given to Paul Higstrom to write on earth when he was there, you will meet him later. When you do tell him that there is much to do and not to slack in the pace, then Jesus said, I will tell you more later, every member of a family was represented by his or her own home, some of those members were already there. On the front of the Higstrom's home was a memorial to the glory that God had received from the yielded life of this man, again, I was made to know that I would meet him later in his season, I wept in praise and gratitude, and the angels began to praise God, where the roses never fade, this incident will not mean as much to you as it did to me, I still get all emotional when I remember it, it brings to mind an evangelist friend of mine who was somewhat like a father to me. He would always sing this song for me, where the roses never fade, I never have quite gotten over his sudden death. The people all around me grew very quiet, and I felt that a very special moment was about to happen, I was aware of someone coming my way, I recognized him as an old friend who had been killed in a car accident many years ago, I was astonished to see him there, I was not aware that he had been converted, once again, I was at a loss for words. What a glad reunion day we will have in glory, 9, music, languages, and clothing in heaven and then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea, and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever, Revelation chapter 5, verse 13, 
God does not want to lose one bit of the talent and skill that people have developed on earth, as I wrote before, when that talent is brought to heaven, it is multiplied a millionfold, music everywhere I saw and heard Johann Sebastian Bach on a huge organ that had notes below and above what people normally hear on earth, and I heard all of it, as he played the choirs of heaven joined in praise and worship, everyone joined in the music, I noticed something else in heaven, music was everywhere, people in the various villages and cities were praising God in song, one village would sing one song, another village would singing a different song, as I went up in the air, I could hear music from the different villages at the same time, yet they were all singing in concert, the higher I went, the more villages I could hear, yet everyone seemed to be singing the same song in perfect harmony, I thought of it as the song of heaven, I saw choirs from a distance, then I saw them closer, I had heard them in the background, and I had also seen smaller groups singing, sometimes the choirs were groups of angels, apparently one of the songs was specifically for me, while I was there, I knew what it was, now I do not understand the song or its meaning, nor do I remember the melody or lyrics, it was for me to know only while I was there, I understood that the songs the angels sang had something to do with ministry and something to do with what God was saying to people in heaven, the songs that people sang were different, sometimes groups were made up of two or three people, sometimes there were large groups, I saw a large group in the setting of an amphitheater, and they seemed to be standing on air, even though they also looked like rising, they were singing songs similar to what we sing here on earth, one song I remember is, the king is coming, but the title was slightly different, the king has come, they went through the whole story from heaven's point of view, and it was the most beautiful song, I remember hearing it but now I can't recall all the words, when you leave heaven, you lose the ability to understand some of the things that you heard spoken there, much of it you don't remember because you don't have earthly words to express it, and the closer I came to the throne of God, the greater the number of people there were in choir. I remember a choir of what seemed to be fifty or sixty thousand, while I was there, I knew the exact number but now I don't remember, they sang with the deepest bass and the highest soprano, beyond the ranges of anyone on earth, they could be heard pleasantly in the background all over heaven, it was music in the language of God, heavenly and human languages in heaven, you can speak in a heavenly language any time you want, and the people there can understand you completely. I heard a language that sounded like Russian spoken by certain groups of people, yet other people whom I knew were not Russian could walk up to them and speak perfectly in that dialect, these people also have spoken a heavenly dialect, and they spoke perfect English as well, it seems that in heaven you have the ability to speak all human languages, in addition to heaven's own language, heavenly garments there are stores in heaven but they are unique stores aimed specifically at whoever walks through the door, there was a jewelry store with diamonds that represented a specific woman in a man's life, again, one store I walked into had only suits and robes tailored specifically to my taste, in another store, I saw garments that had been made before the beginning of time, these had been put on the shelf and were in pristine condition as if they had just been placed there, of course, no one would disturb them because they were for someone else, it is for your joy to make sure that others receive what God has for them, I saw what seemed to be a gathering place like a community center, thousands of women were sitting at tables and benches in a park like setting, 
In the center of them was a pile of beautiful clothing, they were sewing but did not have needles and thread in their hands. They were just putting pieces of cloth together and telling them what to be, the cloth became what the women said, the women were making garments for people who were soon to be there, I believe that the garments were rewards that were being heaped up in heaven, in heaven, God rewards us for what we give on earth that is known only to him, he knows what we give and secret, I saw this, but when you give to the needy do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Matthew chapter 6, verses 3 to 4. Dress in heaven varied. Some people were dressed in some sort of pants and pullover shirts that were pure white. One outfit I saw was bright yellow, but I saw others have different colors. I saw people dressed in suits, similar to what we wear here on earth, but much more expensive looking. I also saw people dressed as one would think angels would dress in long flowing robes, clothing was made out of heavenly material, I saw the Lord many times, he had gold around the ends of his sleeves and around his collar, he also had a golden waistband and gold around the hem of his long flowing robe, I cannot put into words how beautiful it was to see all these different people with their fabulous adornments, it was because of the anointing, nowhere did I see people wearing jewelry, it wasn't necessary, the glow of God's presence just makes a person beautiful, I want to see God, I heard myself say, the angel corrected me, no, you have an appointment, angels do not go before God unless they are bidden, x, balconies and chimes in heaven since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, balconies overlooking earth I walked by groups and groups of people and I could hear them talking, it was like the buzzing and busyness of people waiting at an airport or a train station, they were obviously waiting for someone, they were preparing something also. We did this because we knew he would like it, wait till he sees this, it became obvious that these people were involved in the preparation of a mansion for a family member or friend. They were talking about this person who was about to arrive, oh, the excitement they showed in anticipation of someone coming home, as I said earlier, there were announcement centers letting people know when a loved one was coming to heaven, these centers looked like band shells, except that they were made out of glory clouds, they were solid yet you could see through them, and they seemed as if they lit up from the inside with a great amount of the glory that permeated everywhere. It was all different colors like fire shooting through it, amber and gold. There were sparkles and an aroma, the fragrance of God, at this band shell, someone was announcing a homecoming. There were a great number of people in the crowd and supernaturally I knew it was a pastor coming home after many years of service to his church, he was on the way to the announcement center. He had already come through the veil, and there were great joy and wonderment in the people, again. There are balconies and bleachers in heaven that look over the events on earth, people come to watch prayers come to pass, they are the cloud of witnesses, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, people in heaven watch births and weddings on earth. They are a cheering section hollering out encouragement to us, diamond-like and multicolored chimes I was shown chimes in heaven that were very loud and beautiful. 
They looked like diamonds and were about 15 feet in either direction. They were suspended from a pole that was solid diamond and about 500 feet tall. Nobody had to ring the chimes. Angels would rub them and they would chime for what seemed like 20 minutes. As they chimed people would join in with them singing. The chimes were like a huge minaret. They were tree-like and were everywhere. The pipes of the chimes were huge and had a deep, full sound that filled the air with harmonies that you could hear at a great distance. I was told that whenever someone got saved, the chimes made a sound. At one time I found myself hundreds, perhaps even thousands of feet in the air while being shown around heaven, being high up and looking down. I could see many chimes. They were multicolored. Some of the chimes had glory coming out of them. They were like the crystal diamond tree and gave off a wavering sound that was beautiful. It was like an organ playing continually. Whenever somebody got saved, they would chime a loud and beautiful song. I also saw chimes near the balconies of heaven. There were seven large towers there with chimes hanging from them. The saints of God would go to the balconies and begin to pray and worship God, looking down on earth. They could see their promises coming to pass, or they would look in on a revival meeting as they often did. They would say, Preach it, preacher. They would join in with the service and the chimes behind them would begin to give off the most beautiful heavenly sound, a song of worship and praise. Here on earth, there have been times in revival services when we have heard the anthems of glory being sung, and the beautiful music in heaven playing along, from what I saw during my time in heaven. I believe we heard the chimes that were near the balconies of heaven, in those services, our praise and worship reached high enough to commingle with those that were coming down from heaven, then there was a steady flow of God's Spirit, oh to be set in high places with Christ Jesus, we can experience being seated in those heavenly places if we pay the price to stay in the Spirit of God, that is what this scripture means. God has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, Heavenly Rewards Department The angel who accompanied me on my right told me about rewards department in heaven. I did not see it, and I did not go there, it was explained to me, however, and I heard others talking about it, it is a huge records building. This is where records are kept of the rewards that we do not receive on earth for some reason or other, an example would be the reward for giving to others or alms giving to the Lord, because of the love and compassion we have in our hearts, we give to the great need, what we give here, we will receive back in heaven, I was taken to a large building, large even by heaven's standards, there were many rooms inside, and the rooms were beautifully decorated, the furniture was extraordinary beyond description. I saw what looked like a chair similar to a recliner, I didn't get to sit in it, but I saw someone else sit in it, as he did. The chair molded itself around him providing tremendous comfort, a book was given to him and he began to read out loud to others around him, I don't know what he was reading, I wasn't allowed to hear it. But everyone was smiling and praising God, I really felt that within this book contains the desires, wants and wishes of a Christian man here on earth plans were being laid according to what was written in the book, in the ways he had been a blessing to others, he was going to be blessed in heaven, and they were planning the home in which he was going to live in heaven, they were planning the heavenly events in store for him, God had made it known and had it written in this book, I believe that the good things you make happen to others on earth will happen to you in heaven, in this one building in this one room, 
were the intentions of God for the works of one man and how God was going to bless him, the building reflected the fact that God desires to bless us even more than we desire to receive from him. There were other rooms in this huge building. The rooms were mammoth, sometimes beyond description and size, some of the rooms had huge chandeliers hanging from the ceiling. There were three chandeliers is in the first room where the man was sitting in the chair, each one was several hundred feet across, all three chandeliers were doing the same thing at the same time, there was no electricity, but they glowed beautifully, they were lit with a glow from within, like the diamond tree, they continually glowed in different colors with what were almost like bursts of fire, they glowed and gave off energy, the energy seemed to go through everything in heaven. I believe it was the Shekinah glory of God. The Lamb Jesus is the light, the power, and presence of God, and the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it and the Lamb is the light thereof, Revelation chapter 21, verse 23, all through this huge room, people were reading to others out of books and making plans, I heard one person say, now let's do this as he made a gesture in the air arcs of what looked like fire spring off of his hand, and they sparked like fireworks that hung in the air for a few moments, I thought, wow, I wish I could do that, one of the angels who stood by me heard my thoughts and said that in heaven, you have the ability to do things that you can't even think of on earth, you can do them in heaven because it pleases God, in heaven, the laws that govern earth are done away with and the laws of heaven govern everything, and that's all he said about it, I realized that anything that is possible in heaven and that gives glory, honor, and praise to the Lord can be a reward for things done on earth, especially in this room, I was also told that those who don't seek rewards on earth receive the biggest rewards in heaven, the people in this room were planning other rewards from books that were spoken, written and recorded by the Lord, there were many other rooms but I was not allowed to go into them, the gentle reminder was always there, you have an appointment with God, I had to stick to the path. The angel would say, no. You must be about the father's business, I really wanted to see this other large building because I somehow knew that it contained all the miracles that we need on earth for our bodies, I don't know the heavenly law concerning it, but I do know that God created everything we have need of for our bodies, in this and other large buildings, there appear to be great factories. I don't know what was done in them, there were no smokestacks, power lines or power plants, only worship and praise came from them, I could hear it, and there were lots of people coming and going in and out of the buildings, for a factory, the architecture was beautiful, spires, arched doorways, and columns all around, this was the typical architecture of heaven, off in the distance, I could see the temple of God or throne building, the biggest and the most beautiful building in heaven. Every time I would look in its direction something would stir within me, I have an appointment with God, 